0: I was actually doing uh, winter races only. Races? Uh, races? Yeah, winter races. I was doing that when I was nine years old.
1: And you could race cars when you were nine? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Manuel,
0: yeah.
2: Manuel, manuel. Manuel, yeah. Was it on the snow or on asphalt? Snow. Welcome to The Pass, Track Talks, the ultimate traveling podcast for motorsport stories.
1: We are Nicole and Mattia and together we wish to narrate the characters of the little big world that we are so passionate about.
2: We meet the drivers as well as the insiders directly at the racetracks and throughout our unfiltered talks, behind the scenes anecdotes, pure emotions and fragments of intense life emerge, together with the universal values that characterize this discipline.
1: Because in some way the past is also about you. and joy.
2: Welcome to a new episode of The Pass Track Talks. I'm uh, Mattia Livraghi.
1: I'm Nicole Miotto.
2: And today we're here with uh, Thomas Stolcermanis. We're really happy. We're at the Francia karting track on the occasion of the FIA Karting World Championship OK OK Junior. Uh, Thomas is an OK driver, but today we will not speak about the race. We will speak about your story. So, welcome, Thomas. Thank you. It's a real pleasure for me to have you here in this podcast. You're one of our first karting drivers to be here. And as you already know, I'm a big fan of yours. I I shouldn't say this too much, but uh, (laughs) you know that uh, I've always followed you. And uh, I o- o- immediately talked to Nicole, she's uh, starting in karting now, <laughs> even though she's a big uh, motorsport enthusiast. And uh, I started talking to her immediately about the karting drivers I liked and uh, you came immediately up. So, where where do we start from, Niki?
1: The passion? Yeah. How did it all start?
2: Yeah, why are, you, are we here today with you?
1: <laughs> well, uh,
0: my karting career started... Uh, when I was three years old, my uh, father uh, did uh, put me inside uh, a go-kart and uh, I was just making laps and driving around. And in uh, that time, I I think I did like it. I don't remember, but... <laughs> you don't remember <laughs> your <I> think, <laughs> first time? Uh, well, uh, I was three years old, so f- of course I didn't remember. And, uh, and yeah, I think in that time it was uh, not my choice or I will drive or not, but... Uh, when i When I was uh, at age eight, my father did ask me, "Do you like this sport and uh, do you want to continue?" and uh, I said yes, and uh, i never uh, I never stopped.
1: Are there many tracks in Latvia
0: actually, actually, there is uh, quite many yes, ah. I think it's around uh, six tracks yeah I didn't is know. It? I thought
2: there was barely anything
0: there we have We have quite a uh, quite decent level in uh, Rotax. And uh, quite some drivers, and also the Baltic Championship in uh, Rotax is uh, quite good. So, so yeah, I grew up there. Huh. And so you
2: started actually karting uh, national level.
0: Yeah, only only national, only my national level. Yeah.
2: And uh, how? D- uh, when when your father asked you that question, you were you didn't have any doubts. You really already liked a lot the racing, everything, or or did you have some doubts? Uh, maybe because he wanted you to race.
0: No, oh well, at that age, karting was the only thing I did, except uh, school. And, uh, yeah, I didn't have no other uh, uh, fun things to do or uh, or something else, just uh, driving. You oh. we were
1: never fascinated by any other sports, they never interested you.
0: No. Huh. <laughs> I, I I was actually going to some sports, like basketball, football, also in my free time, but... Nothing was better than driving. <laughs> and uh, in Latvia, are there many karting drivers? Yeah, there is quite a few. I, I don't know how many, but uh, there is also a few who dri- who drives in uh, Europe. So, yeah, and a uh, few fast drivers. Also, my sister is driving in uh, juniors. Uh,
1: she's younger?
0: Yeah, she's three years younger than me.
1: Uh, and she enjoys it? Yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. (laughs) And you made your debut in Europe in 2021, am I right? In OKJ?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, it was my first race with OK Junior. And uh, yeah, we didn't have the money to drive, so we didn't drive in Europe in that time. And it was my first race, and uh, it did go well. And after that race, I just continued and
2: you you mentioned uh, something important uh, unfortunately, in our sport, which is money. It's a very uh, we know um, expensive sport. But how did you manage to maybe also doing some sacrifices? because I remember that when you made your debut, I was impressed because um, you came out of nowhere, you didn't I never saw you in the mini class, and I remember in in gang the the first race I saw you, European championship you were already setting purple sectors in the heats uh, and you weren't obviously at the front uh, sharp en- front end of the field but uh, i was impressed by your racecraft i said wow wh- where does this guy come from and i remember in the plane on the plane when i flew back uh, to italy uh, the night sunday I found the energy stuff on the preline, and I asked them about you. I, I swear you can—if they—I re- don't know if they remember, but it's—it's it's the absolute truth. And they told me, "Yeah, he's—he's uh, he's actually really fast, and uh, he, he will grow." And it was true. So I mean, how did you manage to do that?
0: Yeah, well, uh, before my debut in uh, OK Junior, we had a uh, few races before in uh, Rotax for preparation, then also. Um, champions of the future, one race, and uh, and uh, some tests, so we are ready, and uh, yes, it uh, did go well, and uh, I would say we were at the right time, at the right moment. Ah. Was
1: it a big difference to change from national to Europe, and like the pressure, something changed, or it was just the same sport, the same enjoyment?
0: Well, uh, was about go-kart was similar things. We had, I would say, the same tires like I drive in my country. The engine, of course, was uh, different. Uh, OK, Junior and the Rotex is uh, quite big difference. But it uh, was uh, really not a big problem to adopt at first. And uh, and uh, yeah, the biggest problem, I think, at that time for me was the stress because... Driving with uh, the highest level drivers in the world is uh, the stress was unbelievable at that at that moment.
2: And how did you manage then to learn to cope with that stress? Did well, someone help you?
0: No, <laughs> no. Just uh, it's the exp- for me is this the experience, and uh, by you getting more races, you get more confident, and I think confident is the key to stress. And that's really interesting
2: also because it's something I noticed in you. So watching already 2022, you were a much more mature driver, I guess. And uh, this year even more with your debut in KZ2. But I have a question for you. Do you think that coming from Latvia, you had a sort of disadvantage compared to maybe mm, other people who are closer to Italy where the most races are held Or do you think that at the end of the day, it's also something that actually gave you a a boost in some way?
0: Well, I'm the only Latvian who drives in this level. So I think there is uh, not really big advantage on that. Um, The advantage what I had maybe was uh, my father is a really good mechanic and a really good coach. And... um, I think, like for everyone, the father wants the best for the son, and I think that was a uh, quite big advantage for my uh, grow and uh, to get more experience and uh, be faster. Yeah.
1: Did your father used to drive?
0: Yeah, he did. He did drive in go kart, also in cars, oh. but uh, more more than that, no. And how was it to start all this
2: adventure? with your father, because also, in addition to being impressed by the fact that you came out of nowhere and were so fast, I was impressed to s- to notice, because then I noticed that he was your father, your mechanic was your father, it's not something so common in international racing.
0: Yeah, well, my father has been uh, a mechanic and uh, coach for uh, all of my life, until uh, this year, 23. Uh, he had a really big experience before. I started driving because he was uh, working as mechanic ah. in uh, energy also, and uh, and yes, and uh, the o- I would say the only why I'm here is only because of him. And did you always manage to deal the relationship with him as
2: father and son, and then driver and mechanic? Did something change? Was it difficult at times?
0: No, it was uh, it was a lot of difficult times. <laughs> 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 yeah, to get uh, I think to get a good result, you, you need to sacrifice something and there is uh, only hard work. And tell us a bit about this hard work, because uh, we are doing this
2: podcast to let people understand all that is behind. Because you go on track, the final maybe is 20 laps and all people only see that. We want to show what's before that, after
0: that. What did you live uh, to arrive here? Um, well, hard work. Hard work is uh, pushing, uh, pushing over your limits, driving uh, every lap on uh, one hundred twenty percent. Um, yeah, that's that's the thing my dad used to teach me to drive uh, every session, uh, every lap on one hundred percent, one hundred twenty. And uh, y- yeah, I have nothing more to say about uh, hard work
2: do you train a lot also physically and
0: mentally when you're home well last few years i didn't have so much time to work on my physical or mental uh, because i had a lot of uh, testing and driving on tracks with go-karts yeah but uh, the last uh, two years i have been uh, working on myself uh, much more and uh, there has been uh, a lot of progress and it's fun because
2: uh, in today's paddock, you see a lot of uh, coaches doing, uh, following the kids uh, also from the mental side, the physical side. And Nicole sometimes is impressed to see those little kids. I think you do
0: everything on your own or is there someone who helps you in this? No, I do everything <laughs> on my own. Yeah, and I think it's a really good way also to grow up and learn from your own mistakes and... Uh, to get more experience, also by your own, and it just helps you to think more and uh, activate your mind. And it's uh, it's. How old are you, Thomas? That's
2: sixteen. How how That's t-
1: impressive for a sixteen-year-old? Yeah,
2: you have a a maturity that for us mm-hmm. that we're talking with. I'm twenty-four and Nicole too. So, do you think this sport? Uh, I let Nicole do this question <laughs> because I always do it.
1: No, because as he always says, this sport makes you mature more than maybe others. It makes you grow maybe a bit quicker. Do you think it, that's true? Do you feel like it's part of your experience? You are this mature because of the sport or it's just you?
0: Well, also by traveling alone, mm. I think it's also a big uh, step. Alone and uh, or for the experience, um, getting know the world and the new things. Um, yeah, of course, uh, go kart is uh, not the easiest sports, and uh, you have to push everything out. Uh,
1: uh,
0: what else? Uh?
1: Well, we were speaking before also as a Latvian working with these many Italian, Italian mechanics. Uh, yeah, let's talk a bit about that yeah, because that,
2: there was a funny scene <laughs> before we started. Uh, Thomas was here patiently waiting, very kind because uh, we were a bit late with all the things here setting up and there were some Italian mechanics who are friends who started, uh, you know, shouting, yeah, shouting the like we Italians do and I was looking at Thomas and he was like very Composed, <laughs> uh, calm. and then I, and then we asked him, "Is it difficult for you coming from a very different uh, context?"
0: <laughs> yeah, well, I think my parents raised me quite uh, quiet and uh, uh, just uh, to be smart, and uh, I think it's quite nice that uh, to be in part of a mechanic zone where they are more. Uh, having fun and uh, is more interesting because i also understand them they are working every day and their life is not uh, really easy for them and uh, i think it's just uh, really good for this uh, go-kart life to have some uh, fun inside
2: do you have fun with them though yeah yeah of course <laughs> of
0: course of course
2: and another curiosity i had was I remember someone speaking to me about some videos of you driving cars in Latvia when you were, were young? Is that true? Because I actually never saw them. Because I said I trust what I see with my eyes. He he car he he is really fast on go karts, but I never saw. Is it true?
0: Yeah, I was actually doing uh, winter races only. Races. Uh, races. Yeah, winter races by setting just a really fast lap on one lap. Yeah, I was doing that when I was nine years old.
1: And you could race cars when you were <laughs> nine. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. Manuel,
0: yeah.
2: Man- Manuel. Manuel. Manuel, Manuel. yeah. No, I can't. I want from to see the video. From <laughs> nine, from
0: we have looked them up. From nine till uh, eleven, and then I, then I just concentrated more to go kart.
1: Would you like to go on to car racing or? Yeah,
0: was uh, was really nice for the experience and uh, was really fun. And uh, when uh, in winter you have uh, no go kart races, I think <laughs> it's uh, just perfect to drive with cars. <laughs> but sorry, was it on the snow or on asphalt? Snow, yeah, snow. It was must re- be. Fun. Was uh, was really slippery, and you just needed to find the right uh, line to go faster. And uh, it's also really good practice for uh, for rain in go karts.
2: I must try then, so we I have can improve to go this winter. <laughs> Do they do it only in, like, those countries or, you know...
0: I don't know. I have done it just only in my in, country. In your country. But yeah. do
2: you still do it this in the
0: wind? <laughs> no. <laughs> you no, don't no. have time. Now, On winter, I go for testing in the more warm countries.
2: Ah, yeah. now it's more go-kart. Yeah, yeah. And coming back to what you said before, you, you had your dad as a mechanic. This is the first year you don't have him. Now, if you want to tell us why... And if
0: if not, even to know how it is, because I'm very curious. Yes, well, um, already from the last year, he saw me that I have uh, grown quite a lot. And uh, coming into this year, he had uh, really nothing much to teach me. And uh, also he have a lot of work in uh, Latvia with uh, he have two gokart tracks. Oh. He's working there with his uh, go-karts and uh, rentals also, and uh, and yes, was uh, quite a difficult actually decision as uh, your mechanic coach has been uh, uh, all the life one uh, one father and uh, was a quite big step, and uh, I think it's uh, going uh, quite well also without him this year.
2: But do you miss him?
0: Yeah, of course. I think uh, <laughs> in the in the moments where uh, you lose one tenth or even less, and you n- don't know where to find it, I think it's uh, the moment where you realize that your father could uh, help you. This
2: is really um. something touching. Yeah, to but th-
1: it's also mm. really nice that his father said, "I don't think I can give you anymore, anymore anything you need." Did that you that did you un-
2: yeah? Did you understand when he told you those words? Were you like? Did you agree or w- w- did you try to tell him, "Come on, come to some races"?
0: Yeah, yeah, I agreed, and uh, I think it's best for us too, for uh, my girl and uh, for him to work at home more and be at uh, home. Uh, yeah,
2: and how you you said for your father to be at home. Now you are traveling a lot. I think you're not so much home. How How is that?
1: Oh, but where do you live? Do you still live in Latvia permanently? Well, or?
0: this year, I would say 70 or even more than 70% I have uh, been in Italy. I'm uh, living together with my uncle, five minutes from French Quarter Track. Ah, you live there in the apartment yeah. you were telling us before. Yeah, yeah ah. I live there. Yeah, we ha- really nice place near the lake and uh and yeah it's uh, it has been uh, really good but I of course also miss home and uh, the first opportunity when I have uh, no races or free time I just fly home. And what do you how
2: is the, we had a curiosity especially Nicole because as I s- as we said before she's uh, newer to karting. Uh, about your life, your daily life.
1: Yeah, because I was thinking, how does your life as a 16-year-old international karting driver compare to maybe, let's say, more of a normal 16-year-old life? Because they just go to school, hang out with friends. (laughs) I don't think your life looks like that.
0: Well, usually how my week looks is... uh, from Wednesday to Sunday we have races or mm. races yeah and I'm in track from 8am uh, till 8pm uh, but uh, in meantime on uh, Monday and Tuesday I have uh, school or relaxed time yeah I would say like that or travelling to the next track
2: Oh you have online school
0: Yeah I work online only
2: Ah okay and the school is uh, Latvian or yeah. Yeah. Ah that's nice then you touched another point. You were saying about the norm, maybe more standard 16-year-old mm-hmm. uh, people who hang out with friends. That uh, was another yeah, curiosity. True. How is it <laughs> to... Do you have a lot of friends in the paddock? Do you have friends outside the paddock? Is that difficult to manage? Do you feel that you miss something? Or
0: Well, I have some friends in paddock, yes. And also at home. Um, I think... Uh, if you look uh, to your dream and uh, where you want to go and who you want to become, I think it's uh, not really a step back because of your friends. And, uh, yeah.
1: But what is your dream?
0: <laughs> well, I mean, for uh, a lot of drivers, like to drive in the Formula 1, and I think it's the highest where you can get in the motorsport. And... Um, but yeah, what I dream of, uh, I would say just uh, just do ch- just to drive till uh, I don't want to drive anymore.
1: And if you ever get bored of driving, <laughs> say you wake up tomorrow, you're bored, you don't want to do it anymore. <laughs> I don't think that will happen. No, but just imagine, is there anything you're curious about, anything you'd be like, I want to see what that looks like, what's that?
0: Um... Uh, no, I haven't. Uh, I haven't uh, found the plan B yet. No, you have only one plan.
1: Yeah. Well, that's usually how it goes. Well, if you put everything in your mind into one thing, you're most likely to get there, right? And in my opinion.
2: No, i i agree and also this is something that relates to thomas because i always see you very maybe it's also as you said how you grew up how your parents raised a very educated and composed manner and sometimes it seems that you are not feeling so many emotions but i'm sure that you feel them it's just the way you show yourself
0: yeah just the way
2: and i want to talk about like victory what relationship do you have with victory and what do you feel because i remember a race in particular here francia corta 2022 you made your debut in okay and you won i mean the first race in the premier class of single speed karting this guy <laughs> <laughs> won and I, I it was stunning to me and uh, i saw you very happy very but always very
0: composed mm-hmm. so even that yeah well i think uh, the emo- the emotions comes uh, out uh, even in the sunday after the final even if you have a a good uh, weekend or a bad weekend the emotions come out uh, very big for me because uh, the hard work uh, i have uh, put it in or we as a team have uh, done it in the past days i think after the final we are just uh, released after the victory, but uh, maybe a little bit sad after not a victory. And how do you deal when with defeat? When uh, when something
2: doesn't go to plan, uh, I, I saw races also where you were very fast, but for a variety of reasons, the result didn't come in. How do you feel and how do you
0: react? Um, well, usually it takes around 15 minutes to calm yourself down. Just go somewhere else and uh, maybe not to speak with uh, with uh, a lot of people, just to calm yourself down about uh, about the race you have done and uh, what was the good of that and bad of that, and then you can, uh, I can go back and uh, speak to the team about uh, and discuss everything. <laughs>
1: it's wow,
2: <laughs> it's you're always very very mature, and you were speaking about the team. And I know nicole has a qu- another question about this sport,
1: yeah, because I'm asking this question to every guest that comes, and it is do you think this sport is an individual sport or a team sport
0: uh that's uh that's a hard question <laughs> uh, i would i would say' uh i would say it's uh, a team sport more than individual yes because uh, to drive fast you need uh, a good engine a uh, good uh, go karts and it's it comes uh, not by you but from uh, from your team and you are also another you
2: are a unique example in karting for a lot of reasons where you come from your story with your father your abilities your skills uh, your behavior and then there is also this thing that you you made your debut with energy and now you are driving with energy, which you say maybe uh, who listens says, well, it's normal, it's only two years, but I can guarantee that in this paddock there are a lot of young drivers who change a lot of teams, also more than two in a year. And so also this, how did you uh, manage to create this stability, this relationship with all the guys? I see that there are almost like a family for you, probably, also coming here to Italy.
0: Yeah, I would say it's uh, a family now. And also, when I started driving and uh, started to compete in races, I was already driving with energy from the lowest class till now. And uh, and yes, I'm uh, really loyal and thankful to my team, the opportunities they have uh, gave me to win races or get podiums and uh, of course we have uh, had uh, not so good races but at the end is, uh, is uh, just a discussion about it and uh, we move on like uh, like a family, yes.
2: This is uh, really nice to hear mm-hmm. but also it comes to my mind, you, you were speaking about the challenging times, w- what has been your hardest day in racing up to date?
0: Hardest day in racing,
2: mm. or the
0: toughest, or one where you were really down. Uh, I think quite uh, quite difficult uh, day was uh, or the final was in uh, in Campillos World Championship 2021. The final was in uh, rain and I was uh, I was starting second in front row. Uh, Past uh, past sessions, we had uh, really good speed in rain, both sessions. I was uh, first, and with quite a gap. And then in the final, we were um, really slow after uh, fifth lap. Uh, yeah, I think that was a really difficult uh, day or the final when uh, you know you could uh, done a podium or even a victory.
2: And w- did you struggle to understand the the reason?
0: We we think was the f- the tires, like uh, also this year is a problem with the tires, a lot of races. Uh, but yeah, you you never know one hundred percently.
2: And how do you manage to keep going and keep the motivation? Because you are young, but you're karting since you you were <laughs> since a lot of years. So I mean. As you said, you want to drive, it's your dream, you you said it very clearly, but I think that sometimes it's difficult to find the motivation to keep working, to stay away from home. Maybe sometimes you just want to relax.
0: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, well, uh, if you want to become the dream, what you want, and uh, I think it's just... uh, the motivation need to be always uh, up there in the highest level, and uh, for sure, motivation is a really big uh, key to your uh, success and also to hard work. If you if you don't have motivation, you just don't want to really drive. But if you have it, you you just push everything out.
1: Are there ever bad days in which you're like, huh? I don't really want to drive, but I have to. So I'll go out there and still do it. And how do you deal with that? Does it ever annoy you to have to drive again? <laughs> or is this just so much fun? That
0: yeah, well, I think for sure for me there has been. And also I think for all of the drivers in the paddock, there has been this day or even more. Uh, but uh but maybe, like I said before, the motivation. If you maybe look forward and uh, and uh, maybe understand that if we change something or we try to improve, then uh, we can get a better result. And uh, and yes, and I think uh, the motivation or uh, yeah, the motivation become the the driving force yeah. what what brings with on is
1: so strong that you always an, have that dream in front of you and you you go for that
2: you you are very determined thomas you understand it also in your manners and how much have you worked also not only on the driving side but also on the technical side and do you like that part so i mean like understanding the engine the chassis how much do you feel you have grown with that
0: I have, I have, I have been working quite few. I have been also working as a mechanic for uh, huh. for small drivers in my country. Yeah. Maybe you know uh, there is Italian driver who is driving in energy now, Nicola Perico. Yeah. And uh, actually, on his uh, first uh, races in life, first three races in life, I was uh, his mechanic.
2: Oh, I didn't know this. Uh, but he Do you but enjoy
1: it?
0: Yeah, for sure, and uh, yeah, and also was uh, for f- one of the first races of mine being as a mechanic. Really, but w- did he race in Latvia? Those first yeah, ra- yeah, because he was not allowed <laughs> to race in Italy because I he was, was uh, underage. Yeah, ah, in Latvia you can start earlier.
2: Yes,
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> and that that was actually a little no, advanced. Oh,
1: that's crazy because it's basically the opposite. You came to Europe and he went, and he to, went Latvia to Latvia to, uh, to learn.
2: Do you have it as a goal, also the one of maybe in the future helping younger drivers? Well, I, I guess now you want to focus on your career. It's still long and uh, I believe successful. Uh, but do you have it maybe also as a, as a something nice to do?
0: Uh, I haven't think of that really much, but uh, the races where I did help... Uh, young drivers or also my driver who was driving uh, uh in Latvia Nicola Perico mm. uh was uh, was really nice um, seeing him uh, grow up and uh, improving and being faster because uh, uh of your learnings and I think it's uh, really nice yes and you're speaking about
2: many nice things. Before we talked also about the challenging days. What if I asked you now the best day in your life in in racing or or, or also in general, actually?
0: Uh <laughs> I think I think there has been a lot good days, and I think uh, every every victory I have uh, I have got was uh, like the best day uh but uh i think um, a really big uh, big achievement in my career and uh, the best day was uh i think was in uh 2021 <coughs> in uh, bahrain in the rotex grand finals when i won uh every every session every qualifying heat everything and i think after the final When I also won the final, it was just uh, a really big release of the the weekend.
2: This is nice, because you were also speaking about confidence. How much confidence did that race give you, considering that for everybody who is listening to us and watching us? The Rotax Grand Final is a very special race in karting, because uh, you need to deserve it, because you need to win in the national championship, correct me if I'm wrong, Thomas, and also all the uh, drivers race on the same chassis so you get it when you arrive there at the track and uh, everyone has the same materials same equipment and <laughs> the driver needs to adapt and uh, make the difference make the difference also on a track that i i guess nobody uh, knew because uh, it was a uh, losale right yeah so how much energy
0: did that <laughs> give you <laughs> Uh, well, I was really prepared for that race because uh, all the year I have uh, I have been driving OK Junior in the highest level. So I would say Rotex Grand Finals was maybe just a little bit less level in uh, karting world. Uh, but uh, but uh, but yeah, winning uh, winning races. I think there is uh, no no bigger uh, energy than that <laughs> and now i had a yeah,
1: curiosity cuz you talked obviously about a very enjoyable win but is there a race you would really like to win and you haven't won yet
0: <laughs> uh i would want to win this weekend world championship <laughs> <laughs> yeah i haven't won it yet so for sure this uh makes me think about another thing.
2: Do you think that obviously you're still young, you have uh, many races still to to win? Uh but do you think that maybe you deserved more in some time? Also thinking back at Campelius as you were saying, do you think that sometimes you you deserved more or in Portimao 2022? I remember the okay, yeah, okay European championship, you had the penalty for the spoiler. Uh, front spoiler do you think there have been times uh, where also this sport
0: maybe let you down a bit well I really don't know if I deserve more than other drivers to win races but uh, I know that I work really hard to, to be fast and even if I'm not fast I'm working really hard and uh, and yeah and maybe and maybe the luck will stand by me sometimes how much this is another important aspect of
2: racing luck cuz you do everything to prepare you work hard you maybe also fine tune the chassis the engine really well but th- you 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 have your speed you have the race craft but then there is also luck yeah. <laughs> what do you
0: think about luck mm. Luck. I mean, this year, in European Championship, um, I finished four overall, but uh, in the uh, Czech Republic, in Trinac, in the final, in the last lap, uh, my reads broke, and uh, I lost uh, 30 points in the Championship, which would uh, give me third place overall, so I mean, uh, that is uh, quite... Uh, not good luck for me, but uh, but uh, except that race, we haven't uh, got uh, really technical problems and uh, it has been good.
2: And you're speaking a lot about how you prepare. I always, I race uh, uh, too, uh, since I was a little, not at the highest levels, but I do race and um, I always think that you can work hard, you can uh, also uh, s- study to improve on the track, but then I always say that driving is instinct for me. And watching you driving, I feel that you are have a lot of instinct and natural capability, because I remember, for example, Zuera this year, your first case to race, you overtook a driver on the outside I don't know if you remember that, I guess, yeah, you <laughs> do. <laughs> and I said, you, you don't have time to think about such a move. You you arrive then with KZ, everything is so fast. So you were speaking about preparing, but how much do you
0: are you agreeing with me that karting is instinct? Maybe you don't. Yeah, well, I think um, instinct becomes uh, from experience and the uh, more you drive, more you know maybe have to react on uh, some difficult uh, situations or uh, easier situations and uh experience is a really big key uh to victories or uh, or good speed what what do you feel when
2: <laughs> what do you think nikki when uh, when thomas speaks always so Maturely about those aspects of racing, where there is a lot of emotion, of uh, inten- intensity.
1: It shows the mental side of the sport, I think. Because to be so... Mm, I mean, it's like... Um, Straightforward. you Exactly. A scheme. You know what to do. You just have to be calm and do all of the steps... Instead, when you watch a race, you see overtakes, you see people taking risks. Uh, It doesn't seem like it's such a thought-out action.
2: And And this is... No, Mm -hmm. sorry, I didn't Uh, want to interrupt you, but you said uh, risks. What relationship do you have with risks and also with fear, if you ever have a fear?
0: Um, Well past years, I haven't got fear, I would say, in, in racing, kartings, uh, but uh, I think when you're maybe stressed, I think that's a little fear from uh, maybe not uh, doing the results you want at the end, but uh, yeah, I don't know what else to say. Do, do you feel the stress a lot still or th- did
2: it uh, come down with the experience as you were saying before? No, this year it has uh,
0: come uh, down a lot, I would say. Even when you made your debut in KZ? Yeah, I would say, yeah. In, actually, in my debut in KZ was um, actually not much stress because it was my first race and uh, there was nothing to lose. <laughs> so huh. I just could... Uh, Enjoy, That's enjoy, a nice perspective. Enjoy and uh, try to learn it.
1: You know, we had a driver who said to us that he hated the pre-grid for many, many years because it was just there, waiting and waiting, and the lights. It was just a build-up, tension building of, up. He yeah, couldn't wait for the for the green, start, and yeah. then as soon as the green light went off, it was all better, it was all good. Do you hate it? Have you ever hated it? Or
0: Well, I haven't hated it, but uh, it's not uh, maybe really... The best moment. <laughs> really <laughs> nice or the best <laughs> moment to stand there and uh, wait a few minutes to start and uh, maybe stress a little, yeah, because... The moment you start the engine, I think it's the moment the stress go down. This is a really, for me, it's like poetry. When
2: you turn on the engine and you get going, I always said too that in my karting experience, it's the best moment because you like it's like going into freedom. Everything else disappears, and uh, it's a very poetic moment for me. <laughs> Maybe I seem a bit uh, ridiculous, I know, but. It's like this and actually I always watch uh, when I can uh, the drivers on the grid and I see how you like get pumped. You, I see you uh, like, I don't know, a- every driver has his, her own uh, routine. Do you have a routine or it's just what, what comes up? Uh, do you have some maybe also, how do we
0: say? A ritual? Yeah, rituals. Well, I mean, before every start I go on the track, I think uh, I warm up pretty good. 10 minutes, I think, at least. I think warm-up is a really good way to prepare for uh, your um, your uh, race or session. And uh, I would say warm-up is uh, for sure one of my rituals. Yep. You warm-up like just jumping
2: a bit, uh, uh, those things? Yeah, physically,
0: jumping rope. Uh, then uh, mm, some reactions also with some lights and balls, yeah.
1: Do you listen to any kind of music, something, or it's just uh, focused?
0: Not not really much, no. I don't uh, watch my phone really much, mm. except, of course, uh, that times. Yeah. <laughs> and what about diet? Because uh,
2: yesterday we, sp- we spoke with uh, Lorenzo Travisanuto and he told us that he's been really strict on diet for many years. Uh, it's something that I missed probably in my cartoon career and that's why I'm not as good as you but <laughs> <laughs> no, not only that But uh, do, do you follow any kind of diet or that's not really important because you train a lot
0: well, I mean he's not a kid anymore and he's, I think, not growing anymore and he can uh, do some diet if he wants and if it helps him but I mean, I'm growing still and uh, I think <laughs> it's really not the not the best time to diet for me, yeah. And I'm quite skinny <laughs> also.
2: Yeah, I agree. You
0: you like Italian food? Yeah, I like <laughs> it. La- what do you eat in Latvia? Uh We have uh, many soups <laughs> and uh yeah, th- I think the soups is uh, the exception we have then in Italy.
1: Do you miss them?
0: <laughs> yeah, of course.
2: But you you say you live with your uncles, so I guess maybe you still can cook a Latvian food. Is it possible? <laughs> I don't know.
0: Uh, it's not really easy to get uh. products from, uh, from Italy. Yeah. So uh. sometimes we take it from our home, but uh, usually we just go to restaurants.
2: Wow. Now we're coming to the end of this episode. Obviously, we hope uh, you are enjoying and that you will come back because... I, I guess you have and you will have many more anecdotes and stories to tell us. Um, in, in, I, I want to thank you, but first we need to have one last question. I, is it that time, Nikki? Yeah, I think I, so. It is <laughs> that time. I wanted to <laughs> carry on. <laughs> no, no, no. Go on. I,
1: maybe basically, our name is The Pass, because we wanted to associate track and outside life And so we thought of something that you do both on track, so passing, you overtake someone. And then in normal life, instead, you overcome a fear, you overcome uh, yourself, you overcome a moment of difficulty. And so we would like to ask you if there's anything, if we ask you what's your, the pass, if there's anything that comes to mind on track, in life, anything you're really proud of. Mm
0: I mean, putting boats together, life and cart. what I have, uh, I think, overstepped quite a lot, I think, is stress, because you have a lot of stress in go-kart, you have a lot of stress in life, and you have stress the most in difficult situations, and uh when you stay calm it's just uh, easier this is a very nice lesson
2: i want to thank you this is actually uh, the the question with which we usually end the episode but i have one last uh, after <laughs> this answer cuz you were speaking about how you grew up uh, with your parents how they the, the teaching you had the the lessons and how you are as a person Uh, We always say in this podcast that for us, motorsport is a metaphor for life. And so it shapes also the character of people. So what values does this sport always teach you? Because always, uh, for example, stress management, you're saying correctly that you have it a lot in life and in karting. Probably karting taught you also how to deal with stress in life. Do you feel this is really true, that karting, really this motorsport, teaches you a lot of values also for life?
0: Yeah, I would say yeah. Uh, I really don't have in mind a lot of them, but uh, I think if I think more, there is uh, quite a few, as you said, stress. I think it's a really good example, Um, comparing uh, life and go-kart. Um yeah, I think I need to think more about <laughs> uh, about these things. Well, we will speak maybe another time. Uh
2: hopefully soon. Uh I want to thank you a lot Thomas because you know uh you were one of the first names I wrote on the list when we were <laughs> starting this podcast the uh, the people we wanted to talk to. So, thank you. Uh, how do we say like thank you in uh, Latvian? Is uh paldies.
1: Paldias. Uh, yeah.
2: Paldias. Paldias. Right. Yeah. Paldias. Okay, so Paldias uh, Thomas. <laughs> yeah. Thank you a lot. I I say hi also to all our listeners, uh, maybe from Latvia. Someone will listen to this, uh, your your parents, I hope your family.
0: Thank you a lot. I don't know if you want to add something to to end. Yeah, well, uh, thank you also <laughs> for uh, inviting me and uh, for uh, the publication. I think it's just better for me also and uh, yeah i couldn't uh, i couldn't say no to this uh, (laughs) chat with you as uh, i like to speak uh, to people who see me as a good driver or whatever Uh, very very good driver and also
2: a very nice person chatting and knowing you better yeah also nikki i think can uh, confirm yeah
1: absolutely (laughs) very kind
2: Okay, so this was our episode with Thomas Stoucherman is passing by. Bye from uh, Mattia Livraghi.
1: And Nicole (laughs) Miotto. Bye. Because in some way, the past is also about you.